Welcome back to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castaños. Remember to like and share the podcast so we get more amazing stories like the ones that we're going to share tonight. I do ask and, and, and maybe put out a, a plea that if you're listening to this show right now, go to your podcatcher, whatever app or webpage that you find our show on, and give us a five-star rating and, and a nice little review. That's also something that helps push us up the algorithm. More people find the show, and we get more remarkable stories. This evening, I had put out a call uh, for stories from firefighters, EMTs, correctional officers, and um, over the next two episodes, I'm going to be reading a couple of those. This evening, we have two stories from correctional officers and one story from an EMT. Our first entry tonight is from Paul, and Paul writes, This isn't from the streets, but I was a corrections officer at a 112-year-old prison. I would have a controlled post every Sunday night from 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. At 9 p.m. every Sunday, there would be an inmate in visitation sitting there on camera. I knew for a fact there was no one up there, because by 4.30 p.m., officers cleared out the entire floor room by room, and locked it up. Also on overnight shifts, in one unit, I would have someone come up to my office window and look in. This is after counting, ensuring all doors were locked, and the entrance to my unit had been locked as well. And it was a different face every time. Our next entry comes off of Reddit from SpartanJ1089. I work as a correctional officer. One night, while working the graveyard shift, 12 a.m. to 8 a.m., I was assigned to watch an inmate on suicide watch, basically a prisoner that wants to hurt themselves. They're placed under 24-7 surveillance to prevent that. It's me, the inmate, a supervisor, and one other person on the floor, and no one else. I hear banging and eerie noises in the hall. I call my partner, and he's not in there. The supervisor passed out, and the inmate was sleeping. I kept hearing banging and wailing like someone was getting tortured until the morning. When I finally saw my partner, he tells me the noises are normal and that the building has, quote, bad memories. Now, a quick warning on this next story. It is rather gruesome, so if that's something that you don't care about, you may want to skip this story. Our next story is from a firefighter EMT that submitted um, his story and asked to remain anonymous. About 10 years ago, I went on an MVA, a motor vehicle accident, with my company. It was a pretty bad one. Two people ejected. As I'm running up to the patients, I notice a tarp on the ground with a couple of feet sticking out from under. As I went to lift to confirm that the person was dead, the police officer explained to me that the person under the tarp had catastrophic injuries to their head. Later on, 
When the coroner arrived, they pulled a tarp and it was indeed very gruesome. A young woman had died right there. A few hours pass and the scene is cleaned up and cleared. All the first responders had left and the road was open again. I didn't explain much about it to my wife on the location or where it happened. But we happened to be driving down the road later that night. As we approached the spot where the girl had passed away, my wife lifts her eyes to the exact spot as we pass and said, that's where the girl died. I asked her how she knew and she said, because she's still there. It gives me chills every time I drive by that spot. It's, it's easy to suggest that these are spirits, ghosts, for those that believe in that type of thing. For those that don't, is it possible for a place like a prison or a certain spot on a roadside to simply hold a memory of something that happened in the past? I've said this before and it still stands true. I'm not anywhere near smart enough scientifically to begin to explain how something like that would work. But the stories are frequent enough. Either these stories imprint themselves on the places or they somehow imprint themselves on the minds of those who've had to deal with these things. For the Urban Lore Podcast, I'm Tom Castaños. <laughs>